So start with boys and ghouls again. Boys and ghouls. Nope. Not ready. Okay, now. Boys and ghouls. Give it a second so that I can cut around the audio again. Boys and ghouls. Too long. Why are you waiting so long? Right after I stop speaking. One, then go. Boys and ghouls. I didn't. I, I don't know what you want. Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. Oh, you got me again. Yeah, got him. Boys and ghouls, you're about to enter a world. Stop. Okay. You see how I'm looking at the camera? Yes. Okay. Boys and ghouls, you're about to enter a world filled with spooky happenings. Ooh, it's Halloween time here at Don't Start Me Talking. I'm Rick Owens. I'm Benny Williams. And this is Halloween. Don't start me talking. So today we're talking about Halloween. Yes, it's Halloween. It's spooky season, and I like it. It is. Um, and uh, as as we said before, uh, we had very different experiences with Halloween. Yes. His favorite thing is I, Halloween. I, I love it. It's Loves it. Show him the mask you made. I made this mask. It's uh, from The Last of Us. It's yeah, going to lo- go over my dumb, stupid face and make it look better. And then I can be like... Yeah, you know? see? Like a clicker. Yeah, like a clicker. Mm. And then I can uh, scare the children when they come trying to steal my candy again. Yep. Ain't happening on my watch, buddy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> Those three-year-olds don't know what's coming. Um, I'm just going to do a little aside here. In Grand Theft Auto, I, I go around. I, um, I'm a jerk. I kill people all the time, Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. And uh, what I'll do is I'll find somebody who's not doing anything, not causing a problem, nothing. And I'll just go up and kill them, and then I'll text them on the phone in the game. And it'll say, uh, not on my watch. I love doing it. Gets them. I love Gets them every time. Um, I, on the other hand, do not like Halloween uh, a ton. And um, I, I guess I'll get into the reasons why. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, when I was a little kid, I, I enjoyed Halloween. Um, my favorite ever Halloween costume that anybody ever did for me was uh, my mom made me a giant mattress that turned me into SpongeBob and it, it wasn't a perfect costume. The pants kept falling down and stuff. There were, there were a lot of issues technically with it. Yeah. But at that time in my life, I was obsessed with SpongeBob. That was like everything. Still are apparently. Kind of. Yeah. This is the holdover of that. Um, And uh, so I, I grew up, I, you know, I don't remember everything I was for Halloween. I just don't have those memories. We had a big Halloween party at my house when I was a very little kid. I used to like it a lot. I got to sixth grade, and um, I maybe have talked about this before, but I feel like we cut it out. Like, we did a couple of podcasts that we never put up. Yeah. Because uh, they were just us trauma dumping. Yeah, basically, just, just then, really sad stuff. Especially me. Nobody wants to hear it. But um, basically, I was bullied by a bunch of kids that were my best friends at the time. And uh, we would go up to each other at a certain point, and they they would slap you in the back and give you a five star, which is like this on your back, just smack as yeah. as hard as they could do, and I hated it. Um, then they started kicking people's shins under the table, and so I got the brunt of that. So I'd come into school and I'd get my wind knocked out of me and just my shins in in utter pain, like every day, every day. Um, 
and I got sick of it, so I started fighting back at first, and then it just got more aggressive. Because once I started fighting back and doing it back to them, they started... They match going, it, and then you have to... Exactly, yeah, and it incrementally escalates. kept ra- raising until finally it was so painful that I, I like couldn't do it anymore, and I, I couldn't take it. So there were three of those kids. I went to the principal's office, and I like ratted on everybody. Because I was like, I just want this to stop. Can we sit down and like talk about this so that this doesn't happen anymore? Yeah. Well, they set us down in the office, and they all threw me under the bus, and they go, well, Ben does it the hardest. Ben's the one who hits us the hardest. So I ended up getting ISS, which is in-school suspension. For the first time in my life, I had never been in that kind of trouble ever. I had gotten into fights with people and things in elementary school, but it was always like slap on the wrist, send you home. It was the first time I was ever in trouble for anything. I will never forget the assistant principal who turned on me and all that stuff. And it was this traumatizing awful week and it happened right at the beginning of the school year sixth grade when i just got to a new school and i thought my life was over i thought that was my reputation and everything else and everything's awkward already like, right just baseline awkward yeah when you're in like sixth grade that's of that's brutal yeah so i um ended up uh in iss during halloween and my dad took my brother had gotten in trouble for something else i don't know if it was homework or or what it wasn't it wasn't like a fight like me and um, wasn't something cool like you. No, he was in eighth grade. And they took us to the ACI and drove us around the ACI going from building to building. And my dad would be like, all right, that's the juvenile center right there. That's where they'll, uh, that's where they'll put you till you're 18. And uh, ACI is adult correctional institution, right? It's yeah. a big prison in Rhode Island. It's, uh, it's the prison in Rhode Island. Lot it's of, in Cranston. A lot of mobsters went there and shit like that. Yeah, you know? sure. I, I took a trip there years later, and it wasn't traumatic at all for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about that another time. But so this happens during Halloween, and my dad's going, you know, oh, that's the juvenile center. That one's the that's where they'll put you if you're uh, real bad. If yeah. maximum security right there. And uh, this is where you'll end up when you turn 18 if you're not maximum security. Just like showing us the buildings and being like this, where you're going to end up. Just being like a scared straight but lazy. Yeah. yeah see that? You're going to get traded for cigarettes in there, huh? Pretty much. You be, yeah, and right. I'm, in, I'm in sixth grade, so at that point I'm 11. Yeah. Or maybe even 10. And I'm like... I just remember I had like this meltdown in one of the stalls at school and like this other kid a year older than me who was like a real bully and was in trouble all the time, like really talked me down like, hey, man, it's going to be OK. Yeah. Um, but I lost Halloween that year. And the way that I lost Halloween was like not only did I lose the ability to get a costume to go out, do all that stuff. I also was just sent to bed with my brother, Tom. He was in the same room as me. So the two of us were in bed and we just had to listen to all these other kids outside coming up to the door to get candy. Oh, yeah. And that was that was the whole thing. And then right after that, my friend came back to me. Um, one of the friends who had been kicking me and all this other stuff came back to me at the line for the bus at the end of that week and was like, hey, man, how you doing? Never said a word about it. None of them ever said a word about it again or yeah, anything. Of course not. They threw me under the bus. Um, that, it, that, it sucked. That area of kids, like uh, sixth grade, I'd say, like going into like middle school, high school, are the shittiest group of people on earth yep. for that reason alone. Yeah. Like they, it, it's duck off, it's water off a duck's ass as soon as it happens. And then like you're left holding the bag. Yeah. Right. And you're like, I tried to do everything like, right. I, I literally lost the holiday that I looked forward to probably the most at that yeah. point. And that's like one of your last ones to go as a kid. Right. Yeah. Like, well, so then the next year I, I said, you know, well, Halloween didn't work out for me last year. I'm not going to do it this year. I'll stay. I'll hand out 
can't do the kids. And I'm in seventh grade, so I'm like 12. And I was sitting on my front, uh, like there's a three-step thing in the front uh, of the house. And I was sitting there with the candy. And two of those guys that were involved in the thing the year prior, because the other kid moved to like Warwick, they come down the street with like five other kids. And we're all friends. Yeah. They come up, they raid my candy bowl, and they take me out uh, for the night to go trick-or-treating with them. And I just like grabbed a trench coat and went out because I didn't know what else to do. I had a trench coat, grabbed it, went out. Anyways, um, after that, I just I didn't have great experiences with any Halloween thereafter. I didn't do anything for eighth grade. Ninth grade, I did um, the drama club, which is a funny... Uh, I'll, I'll tell this one because this is related to Halloween. Go ahead. We'll get to Rick I after live, I tell these. I live Halloween every day. Um, I was with the drama teacher at my school and another student. And we were paired up because we were doing uh, what was called TOTS, trick or treat so kids could eat. It was a food drive. You did it a couple days before Halloween. This particular drive, you'd go out on Halloween and you'd collect the cans. So we got paired up with the teacher, um, this other student and I, and we go out in her car and she gets us jitters, which is the iced coffee in town. Very popular. If a teacher ever got you jitters, that was like a big deal in town. Um... In that town, anyways, for me. Teacher never got me nothing. See? Um, so we're, you know, we're going along and we collect all the food. We do the canned food drives. Uh, again, trench coat. No costumes ever. Just, yeah. oh, I guess I'm a private detective or something. I don't know. Yeah. And um, the other girl was a mime and our teacher was Tinkerbell. And at that time, she was a little bit overweight. Not like enormous, but a little bit overweight. She was sweating all night. And the wig that she had on was like a little girl's Annie wig almost, but like blonde. And it was just, and when I say Annie, I'm talking about the redhead from the play. Yeah. Um, But it was like blonde Goldilocks curls. And she looked crazy by the end of the night. It was like (laughs) muggy and hot and everything. Yeah, dude. We're coming down Anaquatucket Road, which is the road back in North Kingstown uh, High School. And she's going 50 or something like that. It's Halloween night. It's dark. There's kids out. So, like, right away we get stopped by a cop. And you're in the car. I'm in the car behind my teacher and this other student. And the teacher is going, okay, let me, just let me do the talking. Like, don't, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. So, hi, officer. And, like, goes into the whole thing. We're on the canned food drive, blah, blah, blah. These are two students of mine. Like, this is the drama club, blah, 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 blah. We got to see all the canned food. Ha, ha, like, helping the community. And the cop just goes, ma'am, this is a, a main road that leads to a school. It's Halloween night, so you got people out. You just got to be careful, okay? Don't, yeah, don't be driving like a maniac down these roads because, like, that would be the worst thing that ever happened to you and them. Yeah. And she's like, "That yeah, I totally understand." And he says, "I'm going to let you off with a warning. It's okay. Just drive to school safely. Drive home safe. Just looking out for the kids." All right. Thank you, officer. Thank you. And puts up the window, and she's still sweating bullets and. You know, put the car back and drive. And she's just like, don't ever tell anyone. <laughs> so, um, so that was a, that was a fun memory of Halloween. But that was really oh. the last, uh, the last one that I, I did anything for, or like had. Oh, man. It was always, I was just handing out candy, um, yeah. from then on. And, uh, I've grown to kind of dislike most of the candy that I'd get at Halloween. Uh, like Kit Kats and stuff like that I still like, but... A lot of that candy is just really bad and bad for you. Yeah. And, like, I 
the last time I had a lot of Halloween candy all at once at Halloween, I got a really bad skin infection. I, I still to this day think that the, those two things are sort of connected. Um, I was never big into costumes. Uh, the the SpongeBob one was kind of out of cow- out of character for me, where it was like a big yeah. costume. Uh, a lot of years as ninjas, stuff like that. Maybe a Power Ranger Power Rangers, too. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I I just never really got super into it. And then I didn't like horror movies growing up. I, I saw that movie The Others, and that scared the shit out of me. And that was it. I was like, I don't like horror movies. My brother tried to show me Sin City, and I couldn't watch mm-hmm. Sin City because uh, Elijah Wood was a cannibal. Yeah, and it just freaked me out. He's wearing like the Charlie Brown shirt, and I'm just like, what is this? Um. So I, I don't know, it just sort of passed me by. And, like, I'm into filmmaking and I love uh, movies, so I've gotten back into horror yeah. as I've gotten older. And I think that there's a lot in that genre that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but horror is also a genre where there's a lot of schlock and a lot of crap. Like, you like and enjoy watching The Walking Dead. I don't. I don't enjoy it. I just do it because it's on and I like zombies. That's a shame. I, I love zombies. Like, that's my favorite genre of horror. Like, you know, The Crazies is probably one of my favorite movies to watch, you know. 28 weeks later, 28 days later, great movie. You know, I just think there's a lot there. And spooky. I, I, Last of Us. Love yeah. it. You know, like... Last of Us was really well done. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking um, great story. I enjoyed that whole, uh, you know, um, adaptation of it. Yeah. Uh, Daddy Pedro. My my dad did events and stuff, so we when we did have like a Halloween party, it was like strobe lights and it, you know yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, but then it like all of that stuff just wore off for me from being behind the scenes of events and stuff. So even if I go to like Halloween horror nights or Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, yeah. these big inclusive Halloween things or Salem, it's it's like all lost on me. So I, I you know I I like the uh, pageantry of it. Sure. Really, I like people you know acting goofy and shit going around, you know, hey, look at me, I'm fucking, you know, Ray Romano from... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a fucking fun time. I, I, I don't get too much into candy. Uh, I, I, I liked Halloween as much as any kid did when mm-hmm. I was a child. But as an adult now, like... Going through from starting from my twenties, where you know you're you're going out in the town, you do whatever you fucking want. You're working, you know, do do yeah. whatever you want, yeah, yeah, within reason. And that's when I really started to love it. Was like the freedom of it, and you know, Providence is right up the road. They always have cool shit going on in there, and like you know, uh, like corn mazes and shit. I love mm. that shit. Yeah, fucking. I think tap me up with that shit. I think it's weird that um, the the culture has changed so much since we were kids that like kids don't even go around in the same numbers that they used to. No, not really. What they do instead is they they have all the schools set up their own event yeah. and it's called trunk or treat, and hmm. you fill your your car trunk up with candy, and the kids uh, at the school go around to every car. Yeah. And that, I think, is one, it's a more equitable system. Yeah. Where, whereby most of the kids are getting an equal amount of candy. It's not like, oh, you have to go to the good neighborhood for the, the full bars. Like, some car has them, you know? Because I've lived in places where um, I, I was always pretty in the middle of, like, the, the town or whatever. So I had good yeah. places to walk to. Right. But there were kids that I knew that were like, yeah, I'm not really going trick-or-treating because I live in the fucking sticks. You right. know, and they're... A 20 minute drive and 
There were kids who used Dad to wanna. bust themselves in from other areas of town to go to like yeah. Wakeford Highlands, which is a neighborhood in North Kingstown or like Mountain World, because those were the big houses where they had the good candy. Yeah. And um, I, as a result, I always stuck to my neighborhood, which was Cold Drive and um, the area surrounding uh, Old Baptist, where like Browning and stuff where I, I used to live. Um, and that was good eats. I mean, like you'd go around and you'd get like a full pillowcase. Oh yeah, just in that neighborhood. Pillowcase was the move, mm. if not and that. When you got older, bag. the fun thing about getting older with it was that some people would would give up on the night, and they'd yeah. be like, "You're the last one, so take it. Just yeah. take the bowl, and you just empty the rest of the bowl, whatever yeah. was left from the little kids. Yeah, because they didn't want it in the house, and they they just were like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever you want." Yeah. Um, so you know, my my love for it probably started like when I was uh, so we had Nick at night on when we were kids i, I think it's still on right now right or like nick at night might be but uh, teen nick or whatever who it was. the hell who the hell even watches any of that crap like, anymore late 90s yeah. um i love super stupid campy horror sure and like are you afraid of the dark is that yes the whole show they actually have some genuinely like creepy episodes in that you know i'm pretty sure it's on youtube you can watch all you want but it's it's a fucking you know Kids show, but like had some, you know, spooky shit in there. Like if you're afraid of clowns, there's an episode for you. If you're afraid of like, uh, there's one episode, the tale of dead man's float where they have this horrifying skeleton monster all drenched in like red algae and shit. It's got a skull face and it melts as it walks and it comes out of a pool and it is fucking terrifying i don't know who whose desk this idea went across where they're like yeah yeah 90s you know extreme the 90s were fucking wild um the there's a movie that was hidden i can't remember the name of it but there was a nickelodeon movie that was like hidden from the public because it was considered like too scary for nickelodeon yeah and um people have just they worked for like 10 years lost media people to like dig it up and then they finally got it and they're like it's not really that scary like not even a little bit um but uh some exec just got a hair across his ass about something about it no i think that the the big thing about halloween when we were kids was also that you had like disney channel original movies um so like phantom of the megaplex halloween town one two three and i think there's a fourth one with sarah paxton instead of um I don't even remember what her name was, the girl who played Marnie. Yeah. But Sarah Paxton is married to the director of Barbarian, uh, Zach Kreger, who's a Whitest Kid You Know. Yes. Whitest Kids You Know is a sketch comedy group. Great. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sarah Paxton played Marnie in the fourth Halloween Town movie, which might have been like Halloween Town University or something, or Return to Halloween Town. I don't even remember. But um, I'll always remember her because she's in the SpongeBob episode uh, that's the Halloween episode. And she's the one who says, like, um, something about him being a haunted mattress. Mm -hmm. And um, I had the special features for that DVD for the um, first season of SpongeBob where, you know, that SpongeBob Scaredy Pants is talked about. And um, she's in the talking head, like, talking about that line. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just funny to me. But... All that stuff was around. Like, there were Halloween episodes of Hey Arnold, that great um, pumpkin head, headless horseman. Yeah, thing. the ghost train. The ghost train they as had well. several. Oh, uh, yeah. Years of that. Like, Rocket Power did one, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, every show came out with one. Um, 
I was watching the other day, like businesses would come out with their own. Like McDonald's had like when they were giving out VHSs, they had a Halloween one. Oh, scared Stu- silly. Yeah, yeah. Stupid, spooky I, shit. And I love we it. We just uh, showed that to my niece the other night. I, I watched, guess that she's obsessed with Grimace, which is concerning. I, I watched um, that the other day just to be, get that little dose of nostalgia in me. And whoever like made decisions in that, it was just a fucking fever dream of a VHS recording. I cannot remember the name of the company. I think it's Klasky Kuspo. Yes. They're the company that made Rocket Power. They made Rugrats, um, Ah Real Monsters. They That's made Scared one. Silly. Ah Real Monsters is a big one. For All of like, the, the wacky adventures of Ronald yeah. McDonald are basically like a, a wackier version of like a Rugrats cartoon. But it was just insane. Because they had like live puppetry before he goes down on like a, a little slide and it transfers into like a cartoon. Yeah, and it was but bad. But the puppets, dude, were fucking. You had like a. The his, dog, especially. His is. dog is like a. I think they were trying to copy Louis Anderson. Yeah. But like the way this fucking dog looks, it's, it's not right. He has like a, a snout, like a nose, and then his mouth is under it over here, kind of yeah. like Brian from Family Guy, but it's like the wrong proportion. So it just as a puppet, it looks terrible. We'll, and then you get into the cartoon, kind of looks fine. Yeah. We'll put it up. Bam. Yeah. The dog. Um, Sunday the dog. Sunday the dog. He represents the Sunday that you can buy at McDonald's. Just like Grimace used to be a shake thief, and then he became like a representative of the Nuggets, I think. And then Birdie is the early bird. She was the breakfast yeah. uh, person, and then uh, Hamburglar was the guy stealing hamburgers. They all had a reason to be alive. They all had jobs. Except for um, the girl who's in the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald show. I think her name is maybe April. Um, but she has no reason to be there, except like, oh, that's a kid like me. Yeah, that's me. I'm that kid. Mm. I'm a purple haired um, kid. I'm trying to think, like, because, you know, you can get into Halloween movies, obviously the Halloween franchise, and then you can get into, like, scary movies, um, Yeah, you know, Freddy vs. Jason, and, uh, you know, the, all I those franchises. Freddy vs. Jason, um, dude. Yeah, that's one I never watched. I, 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 I saw, because um, I, I sat down and I said, I, ha- I have to get, like, a core of, like, horror movies I've never seen and just watch them. Yeah. And so I watched, like... Nightmare on Elm Street 1, I watched the first two or three, maybe the first four of the Friday the 13th series. Um, I'd already seen, like, Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, um, never seen Resurrection, never seen AVP. I just watched Predator yeah. about a, less than a month ago. Great. But I, I... Predator is a movie that I think on the surface looks completely different than what it is. Because the movie itself is really like a suspense thriller. It's not like an action movie like you'd think. Yeah. This thing is in the jungle. They don't even know it's there. They're there for a completely different reason. There's no reason for this thing to be stalking them in the woods. Yeah. And if you go into that movie not knowing what Predator is, it would be way better. Because that is a shock. That it's a fucking alien, and that it looks like that, and that it's hunting them because that's a great challenge. That's a fascinating conflict for a character like that so so that's one of the things that i I read somewhere um a good horror story or movie uh there's two ways you can do it the evil is out there or the evil is in here yeah and like that's obviously an out there one oh yeah the evil is in here is like uh jack torrance uh shining Shining. Yeah. yeah so like it's pretty simple when you look when you break it down like it's just 
and you know, I'm not a big fan of like um, recent horror stuff, just because like I think uh, jump scares are pretty much like shaking keys in front of a baby. Yeah, like, it's it's gotten to the point where it's just not clever anymore, and they yeah. they always do this fake out like, oh, you think you're gonna get a jump scare, and then it's just a it's just some guy like, oh hey, hey, it's me. I'm an old lady living in the walls. Did yeah, you that's guess a, it? Like, yeah. that's a big trope now, which is a shame. Because Barbarian did it perfectly, yeah. and now it's just going to be a thing forever. Um, people have no ideas. They don't. Uh, other, like, kids' movies that were related to Halloween, there was, like, um, The Little Vampire. Yeah. Uh, Casper is a great, great I lo- that, Halloween that Casper's movie. a great movie. It still holds up. I watched it, yeah. like, uh, maybe, like, couple months ago now it's gonna watch it again it's great genuinely movie. a great yeah just sit down and watch it for halloween movie yeah. um it's got jokes in there too like as a kid you don't get oh yeah but like um the uncles have a lot of uh slapstick moments that are yeah. dirtier than you'd expect yeah but um yeah yeah as an adult though i've really come to love it more because like i said that freedom is there I've got a couple stories if you want to hear them. Yeah. You, know, you want to hear them? Yeah. yeah. I think the people want to hear them. I think the people want to hear them. Might uh, be wrong. So uh, th- this happened, uh, let's see, 2014, I think. And I was up with a couple friends in Providence. And uh, we we're going from like, so basically any holiday that comes around, Providence uh, will have like block parties and stuff like that. Like, you, you pay to get in, and then you pay for your drinks and shit like that. You know, Pride has a big one. Um, Halloween has a big one. Christmas, I don't know if they have one there, but, like, uh, so it, it's basically a big thing. Providence is a small city. There's a ton of people living there, a ton of young people. There's going to be drinking and, you know, yeah, partying yeah. and stuff like that. Um, this particular year, we were planning on going to one um, in the middle of downtown Providence uh, for Halloween. But it ended. They had advertised it being like twenty bucks to get in for the block party, not not including drinks or anything like that, just to get into it. And I didn't feel like you know jumping a barrier and just getting in and like finding a wristband on the ground. Which if you go to those places, usually there's one on the ground you can find and fucking take it. Yeah. But um, we uh, they advertised twenty bucks, and um, I didn't have a ton of money that night, so I was like kind of pissed about paying the 20 bucks and then when we got to the place they were like 40 bucks yeah like of course providence yeah you know so uh we ended up going to a tiki bar and there was a karaoke thing there it was fucking great we had a great time got a little three sheets to the wind it was fucking fun and um so that was like around 10 o'clock at night and we decided to walk around like you know providence as you do and we walked down one particular alleyway and, you know, we're not, like, stumbling or anything like that. We're just, you know, walking, f- trying to find the next party. I found some, like, fairy wings on the ground, slapped them on me. It was funny. And then um, out of this, like, doorway in the alleyway mm. comes a guy. And he's like, hey, what are you guys doing right now? And we're like, nothing. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, you want to come in here? I'm like, what is it? And it's uh, me and my friend and one of our mutual friends and, um, well, two of our mutual friends. We both know them. Uh, Shout out Corky. And uh, so we both go inside and it's a strip club. And I had never been in one at that point. 
and it was the most fucking depressing thing. Like I, Halloween? Yeah, because he was like, you guys want to come in? And I was like, uh, sure, why not? We want to go in? We were like, yeah, let's go in. And then he was like, oh, it's a two-drink minimum. And I was like, oh, man, I can't afford that. He's like, all right, get one. And I was like, <laughs> like was that easy? Yeah. To like talk him down? It, that's the kind of night they were having to where it was like they were sending this dude out who was like a bouncer, gave me a, like a, a card. It was, he was like also a fitness professional, like help you get fit. And like on the backside was like a, his limo service and stuff. So yeah, so he's I'm just like, a hustling. Dude. Yeah. Hustling. Fuck yeah. So I go in. Uh, I, I don't I don't think fuck yeah. I, I <laughs> The hustle culture is killing people. Yeah. I, I think it's awful. But we end up going in and it's like a Thursday. So like. Dead. Dead. Like, there's there's a few guys, you, you you can tell their asses have worn into the seat, you know, that that's where they sit. Yeah. And the dancers are like, it, it's not even like a fully topless or, you know, full, full, the, the girls are dancing like, with this face on, like, what are you even here for? Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure one of them did that. She did like a, a little sexy, like, shuffle and then like, did that and it was like. Yeah, you know, like, what are we doing? Next to the stage is saffron. Saffron to the stage, everybody. Make sure to tip your bartenders tonight. And I just remember, like, sitting there in these, like, velvet seats. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Everything sticks to it, right? Weird sensation. With my my fairy wings on. (laughs) And at this point, uh, we went to a nightclub. And... Our friend lost his phone, and he was freaking out about it. Of course. So we ended up having to, like, go back and get it again, like, the next day. But, like, crazy shit like that happens on Halloween all the freaking time. Yeah. And, like, it made me never want to go to, like, a strip club again unless it's in Atlanta, where they actually perform. So that was something... I, I lived with somebody who was from Atlanta. Yeah. And I... At one point, she said, like, oh, we're going to the strip club. Do you want to come? I was like, no, because I grew up around here. I've always heard that the strip clubs are uh, not so great. Depressing. Yeah, that's like, what I've heard. Like, unless it's a... and she looked at me like I was insane, yeah. and was like, "What are you talking? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's a strip club?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not into that. I don't, you know." It's yeah. like, "Like, are you gay?" I was like, no, "No, it's not that. It's like I just don't. It makes me super uncomfortable being in there." And she was like, "I don't. What are you talking about?" She was from Atlanta. Yeah. So the strip clubs down there are like. A thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's fun. You and go in, and it's an environment. It's fun, an and they, they have an atmosphere there. The, the strip poles are like 40 feet high. They're doing acrobatics and shit. Yeah, yeah. Here, Around here, it's no. It's, here, no. It's all like Tuesday night moms. This girl has like a bruised ankle going on the stage, and you're like, wow, that happened. Are yeah, you okay? Like She's like limping on the, the heel. Like, you don't have to wear the heel if yeah, you don't yeah. want. She's like, boss says I gotta. Like, you know? Now here comes Candace to the stage, and she comes out with like the neck brace. Just Candace. It's always that guy, Candace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm not a fan of them. I, I just never. Yeah, that, that, I'm I'm not a fan of the ones up here. Like I'm, Maybe I'm planning I a bachelor be... party yeah. for uh, you know, somebody close to me, and they're not like a, a coke and hookers guy either. So yeah. like we're you know we're doing something else. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that like I guess it's a part of certain people's mindset that that's like a part of getting older, and I've just never. Never thought yeah, like that. I said, I, I've only been to like one 
maybe two, but like I've never been in there and been like, man, I'm glad I went in there. Yeah. Because like, how could you? Like, the the, the drinks are usually marked up. Mm. Um, if they have food, you don't want to eat it. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's it's a mess all around. It's not it's not a place where I I like to hang out. But yeah. Uh, moving on, Halloween's. Halloween. Um, there was one Halloween that I spent in Florida uh, because I, you know, I lived down there for school, and it was like a month into school, and I was just at this guy's house. It was his apartment. We were pretty close to campus. If I'm remembering this correctly, I feel like I am. And this dude was a DJ. He played music all night long, full blast on a turntable with speakers in his apartment, shaking the building. Yeah. Just like absurd. Um, the best neighbor. Yeah. Uh, I didn't live in that complex, so I was fine. Just, you know, yeah. if, if the cops came or whatever, I could just leave. But um, one of the most uncomfortable experiences in my life was being in that apartment. Like, oh, my God. And I hung out with that guy a couple more times because he was friends with uh, my producer. And so we, we went over and stuff. Uh, uh, you know, I did like a, a bunch of stuff for him. Um because my dad did lighting and sound stuff, and he also did that down in Florida. So I did one job with him. I shouldn't say a bunch of stuff. I did one job with him where we went and rolled up cables. Yeah. And uh, had to uh, fight off a uh, methed out crazy person who asked for my phone, and I gave it to them. And then they came back, and they were like, thanks, man, thanks so much. And I put the phone back in my pocket, go in and roll up the cables. We go out to the car. We bring everything out in one load. The guy's like, hey, man, can I just I, – my ride's around the corner. I just I just need to – call him back and i was like no yeah. no we're just going yeah like i gave you i gave you the one that i trusted that you know you wouldn't steal my phone and now it's clear that that's what's going to happen if i give it back to you so no um but that's the kind of person this was and he's just blasting music all night and i'm just like i yeah i don't know if this is <laughs> there's a certain way um that people on illicit drugs talk act and like move around yeah i call it the 7-eleven shuffle because you often see it outside of 7-eleven especially much. the one in kennedy plaza where it's man uh, listen i could use like if you just give me like uh ten dollars i i can give it back to you on like friday you know and then and then and, like, you, well, you'll in, be here friday, in right? arizona too you dealt with a lot of people who were like hey man i'm banned from this store can you go ahead and get me a pack of ciggies yeah yeah and it's like yeah you're like, all right, man. And then the owner gets mad at you. He's like, don't buy shit for her. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. I'm just fucking trying to be left alone. You yeah. Know? Like, I'm not doing anything terrible. You know? The, you got to be careful that sometimes, because I, I heard a story once of um, this guy uh, came up to a guy on the street and handed him a bunch of money and was like, hey, man, can you hold this for me? Can you hold this? It's like a bunch of quarters and stuff. And he's like, no, man, I don't want... He's like, I just got to go into this place. Can you just hold this? Can you hold this? He's like, okay, whatever. And he took the money from him and then he went in came back out. And he's like, here you go. Like, didn't touch any of it. And the guy went, oh, this isn't as much money as I gave you. You you owe me $20. Yeah. And he was like, look, man, if you're going to rob me, just rob me. Just take the... Tw this is Zach Kreger from um, Whitest Kids. I listen to a lot of their streams. Yeah. Um. And he just goes, if you're going to rob me, just rob me. And the guy just, it like took him a second to like process it in his brain and he just punched him in the face and took, you know, robbed him. Yeah. Um, Always be prepared uh, anywhere, you know? The best, the best thing you can do in a city is try your best to ignore somebody to the point where you don't even acknowledge that they 
they've yeah. said something to you. Like like these sunglasses help a lot because they're mirrored. Just keep on walking, baby. Yeah. Somebody comes up to you. You're eating a piece of pizza. They go, hey, man. Hey, man. Did I tell this story on the podcast yet? I was in Greenwich Village. I got a slice of pizza from a place called Ben's that I really like. It's in the opening for the, the opening credits of Louis. Yeah, we went there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good pizza if you're in, in the village. Just big slices. And I went and I got two slices of pizza. And I'm like eating them around the corner, just on the street, just, you know, underneath this awning. This guy goes up to this lady down the street and he's like, hey, listen, like, you got $10. I just need $10. $10. It walks by. Another guy comes up. Ten dollars. Do you have ten dollars, man? Like, could you give me maybe ten dollars? You know, the guy walks by. I got a mouthful of pizza. I'm just sitting on this, you know, on, on this like leaning on this railing. And this guy he comes up to me. And he's like, "Hey, man, you got twenty dollars? I just yeah. need like twenty dollars." And I have the mouthful, so I'm able to just go like, keep on eating the pizza. Yeah. And he walked away. But in my head, I'm going, "So I'm twenty dollars. I have like <laughs> twenty bucks." I felt pretty good about myself for the rest of that day. Um, And then it, you know, it just went right back away. Yeah. For as bright as your shirt, you sure are a dark individual. Did I tell you that story ever? What? We were sitting around the fire. My, my brother's friend who is currently about to have a baby. um, His wife was his girlfriend and or fiance at the time. And we're sitting around, we're talking about stuff, and I was just super depressed. And I dress like this. I have yellow shirts. Uh, my shoes are, you know, maybe not today, but they're they're blue most of the time. Like it was like blue pair of DC skate sneakers that were like super blue. And um, I'm sitting there, and I'm just talking about, like, musing about the, how shitty life is. Yeah. And uh, he just turned to me, and it, like, shook me to my core. He just said, um, like, you know, for somebody who dresses in a yellow shirt and blue shoes... You're like the most depressing person I've ever been around. And this is like <laughs> guy five years older than me. And I was just like, oh, man. Like, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess you could. Uh, yeah, that's right. Turn life around. Wish you could. But you can't. Wish you could. Only goes one direction straight down. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed something when I was watching an episode of a podcast. And we'll get back to Halloween. But I was watching a podcast from Conan with Liam Neeson. And Liam Neeson talks in a way where his voice never rises above a growl. Yes. It's just his growl. That's it. That's his whole voice. I'm from Ireland. I'm not good at doing his... I talk like this all the time. And I don't know why I do these pauses in there. But it got to a point where I had to turn off the podcast. Yeah. Because I I listen to the Conan podcast straight through sometimes. But the whole thing is just in this register. It's way down here. Yeah. And it's like almost impossible to hear him but they've cranked it up so it's too loud and it's overpowering everything else it's this yeah. like growl it was really weird but um anyways i'm trying to think of other halloween stuff that i've got i really don't have a ton of memories of halloween it's mostly memories of tertiary you know like yeah. i loved watching phantom of the, the megaplex or like don't look under the bed um I liked getting into the spirit of it, and I liked getting the candy. But yeah. then once it was over, it was like a relief. I, I don't like that all the decorations for Halloween are orange. I, I just don't like that the world gets painted black and orange all of a sudden, then it goes away like a day later. Yeah. Um, Especially since that's really, for me, like the, the colors of uh, Thanksgiving are kind of like yellow and orange and fall yeah, leaf yeah, colors. Yeah. And so it just feels like kind of like, 
Yeah, well, it's know. the pumpkin, you know? But... It's, yeah, it's the pumpkins everywhere. Um, because I don't like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin spice. I don't like pumpkins. I just don't like them. Pumpkin seeds, disgusting. You know, I, I not like, for me. I like pumpkin flavored stuff. Yeah, you would. I'm a basic bitch. Yeah, you would. When it comes to pumpkin. Sure. Um, and I think uh, some of the variations of things that they make for Halloween are great. Devil dogs with the orange filling. Yeah. Same thing with Oreos. Um, there's so much. I mean, there's so many great Halloween candies and snacks. The, and uh, the Reese's peanut butter cups, they make them into little jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. They do it for uh, Christmas, too, where there's a little Where's Christmas tree. tree. Yeah. yeah. Stunning. Very true. Good job. Very true. Reese's. Re- Reese's. Reese's. Give us a sponsorship. Um, I hope they they would. Give it, I, give I've it always to... liked Reese's Pieces more than uh, M&M's, to be honest with you. If yeah, I, they're better. If I get, like, a, a handful of, of each of them, yeah. uh, I'd rather eat the Reese's Pieces um, yeah. better. They are better, and uh, recently uh, M&M's came out with, like, a peanut butter-filled one. Not as good. Not as good. No, not even not, close. Not even... It's like it, it's like leagues. Yeah, I know difference. a lot of people who can't eat Reese's because they're like, "Oh, it's fake peanut butter," and I can't get around that. And I'm like, "Yeah, but it, it's it doesn't matter that it's fake peanut butter. It's yeah. its own thing. Like yeah. you don't you don't look at a devil dog and go, oh, that's not real cream in there.' It's like no, it's it's like its own thing. Yeah, it's adjacent. It, it, it's like parallel to it. You know? Yeah, it's it, it's more it's better to think of it as a peanut butter flavored snack yeah. than a peanut butter cup. But people get all bent out of shape over Can't that. Can't eat a Skittle. It's not real cherry. It's like... Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. I'm allergic to red dye number four. Ooh, look at me. Um, There's nothing else interesting about me. So now you know it. Uh, I, I always like the circus peanuts. I know people hate those. I always like candy corn. I know people I, I hate those. candy corn is fine. Candy corn is delicious. I don't care what anybody says. It's fine I, right where it is. Get stuck in your teeth. That's the only yeah. thing that I could see. But so do Starburst. And everybody loves Starburst. Yeah. Everybody, you know. Charleston Chew. Everybody loves Charleston Chew. Yeah. Uh, bullseyes. Bullseyes are one of my favorites. Bullseyes. Um, uh, what's your favorite candy? My favorite candy? Because my favorite candy is... No, no, no. Yeah. Probably Starburst is up there. Um, was never into, like, super sour shit. But yeah, like, me neither. It, My brothers kind of got into Warheads and stuff. I liked Warheads, but nothing else. If I'm thinking right now, like, what would I want right now? It's uh, the Purple Bag uh, Wild Berry Skittles. Okay. That's a fucking solid okay. one for me. That's a good choice. That's a good one. You? My favorites are all chocolate candies, so yeah. uh, it's a tie between Kit Kat and Snickers. Hmm. Um, I really love Twix. Um, I think that... Uh, M&M minis are the perfect M&Ms. Yeah. But like I said, I like Reese's Pieces more. So I would say if I had to pick one one favorite above all else, the one that comes to mind is Kit Kat. But Snickers is like in a dead heat with it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like very yeah. close. I could just eat an unlimited amount of Kit Kats and I can eat a very limited amount of Snickers because Snickers satisfies. It does. Which Kit Kat does not. Snickers, sponsor us. Kit Kat is like opening up a bottomless pit in your stomach and just dumping in stick after stick after stick of Kit Kat, yeah. which is delicious. Um, but yeah, that's what I would, I would say. If I ever got like full Kit Kat Big Cat bars, mm. especially if those were in my Halloween candy, that was like a good year. Um, yeah, Kit Kat's a solid 
chocolate candy that I don't often think of, mm. you know. But every time I see it, I'm like, eh, maybe, you know. Always hated the families that went to the Dollar Tree and got five bags of generic candy for five bucks. And then they also bought a bunch of crappy Halloween baggies. Hmm. And they'd throw the Halloween baggie into your bag of candy and you would open that up and it would be like loose Smarties. Yeah. And like, you know, I like circus peanuts, but it would be like a circus peanut in there. Yeah. And like a crappy bank lollipop. And you're like, what? what is this? Like, you guys didn't even. I don't mind the the, the dum-dum pops. Dum-dums are great. They're I'm great. talking about the flat. Yeah. Square paper, well, square plastic that you pull off bank lollipops. Yeah, and it had, oh, right, 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 right. The flat ones that like a disc that cut your for, mouth. For those of you who are younger viewers, you might not remember, banks used to have lollipops for kids. Some of them still do. Uh, that's like a tradition that some of them still do. But for the most part, I don't see a lot of lollipops in banks anymore. And that used to be a thing. Every time I went to my bank, I'd get a blue one because the blue is my favorite. Yeah. Blue raspberry. Jolly Rancher's big up, way up on the list for me. Jolly I love Ran- Jolly Rancher. I, I like a good Jolly Rancher too. You know, until um, you you make the mistake of of letting one sit between your teeth and biting down and, and adding pressure, and then they get stuck together, your teeth yeah. and the Jolly Rancher, and you yank one of your teeth out. Until that happens, they're good. Yeah. They made a pocket pack of Jolly Ranchers when I was going through college. I don't know if they still have it, but it was like flat, and they were all squares. Mm. They were like little, almost like if you cut a die into three like little slivers hmm. and um perfect just delicious i can't that's we were talking about uh weed in the last one that we did yeah and how it's it's been legalized and stuff like that in some states when they get to the point where real candy companies are putting their you know their stuff out at dispensaries like jolly ranchers puts out like officially branded jolly ranchers thc like candies and gummies That'll yeah. that'll be when we've made it as as weed yeah. smokers. It'll be like everybody go home. We've done it. Yeah. No no need. I'm sorry, Laplant. Laplant's doing fine. Doing you're doing good. Yeah. Giving us oxygen to to, to talk our bullshit. Laplant and aloe. Save a tree. And then we've got this this fella here. It's a, a coconut. Um. Halloween. So, um, I had a big one, a pretty cool one, actually. It was, uh, I think, 2018, I was out in Arizona in Tucson, and I went to old Tucson where they used to shoot, like, uh, westerns, like, before Hollywood was, like, as Hollywood was becoming, like, Hollywood. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They had, a, that's where they did a lot of the westerns, and they kept the right. old buildings, and they did reenactments out there as well. And they turned it into this huge, um, like like fairground Halloween everyone's like dressed up in like stilts and shit like that and clowns and chainsaws running everywhere and Mm -hmm. shit like that you know a a real fucking good time and I think they closed it during COVID but I I think someone else bought it now so it's coming back again so if you're ever in Tucson around the spooky spooky season check out uh you know old Tucson it's really cool place to watch they have reenactments like I said yeah and like uh actors and shit like that going around it's hmm. a fun time. I've never gotten to do... Um, there's Halloween Horror Nights, which is the famous one in uh, Universal. I've been to a couple of... Um, not Universal, but ones where they, like, you know, walk through the house and are actors. Oh, well, those are... Know? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about those in a second. But I, I'm talking about the, the big budget 
media yeah. companies putting on the show. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights seems great, but also, like, I don't like being scared. Yeah. I, I just don't like the sensation of it, because it's like, that's a natural thing that happens when you're in a dangerous situation, and I don't like playing with that, because then if I get too desensitized to it, when a real person is coming to attack me, my fight or flight will be all fucked up. Yeah. I, I just don't like stretching that muscle, because when it comes to actually using it, then I'm like, oh, you're just a guy in a mask with a knife. And this is the middle of the night in the middle of Walgreens. my town <laughs> in a parking lot. Yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh this, re- like, this is a real bad thing. E, e, e. Yeah, and then I'm already dead. And then you're headless um, in a dumpster. The other one is uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which I've been to several times. But not because I was at Disney at Halloween. Because they started in fucking August. So we'd go in August. Yeah. And it would be Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Pumpkins everywhere again. Like, it's it's all, you know, whatever. And they turn the haunted... Uh, oh, no, no. The Haunted Mansion turns into Nightmare Before Christmas at Christmas time. Um, which people hate. People yeah. absolutely hate that they do that. Because it's like, dude, I come to this park to go to the Haunted Mansion, not to go to the Nightmare Before Christmas ride. Yeah. And there there's like a whole culture of it. But um, those are good. The Jack-O-Lantern, spectacular at uh, Roger Williams Park Zoo is like a Rhode Island thing. They they do yeah, a great. ton of jack-o'-lanterns. And, um, like, thou- like a thousand, right? Like I got to thousands. do a, a tour a couple of years ago. I actually still have the audio of the interview. Nice. The guy is uh, doing like the press junket in the back, and he, he just lists off everything they do. And they have hundreds of standby pumpkins. Yeah. And the people come in, and they carve every day which ones are rotting away, and they put them up in stages. And then they go out and they swap out every single pumpkin. So by the, from the beginning of that event to the end, almost every pumpkin, I believe, gets swapped out multiple times. Yeah. And um, they, they told us about where they get the pumpkins and how big the pumpkins can get to. Um, really impressive. I mean, like, it's it's I've got a bunch of pictures of that, so I'll put those in. It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah. I've uh, So one time I went to one of those kind of like... Uh, They'll get like a big open field and then they'll set up like a fairground like type of thing. But it's like basically like uh, one of those tours where you walk around and people jump out at you and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I went to that in, I think it was 2019 because I, I rolled my ankle really bad in Muay Thai. And I had like a cast thing on. I was going through in a wheelchair that uh, my friend's mom, who I went with, um, like lent me to, to get through. The only problem was it was a fucking, uh, you know fairground yeah and it was muddy and like of course just just fdring it through the fucking place you know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i had a really good time at that i've got a picture of that so bam it's me and a uh a jason Voorhees mask in a wheelchair scariest thing i can think of but yeah i, I just like i i get why you don't like it but i, I love I everything to, about halloween i went to one one haunted house once yeah with my church Ooh. Um, don't remember what it was called. It might have been the Haunted Factory or something. It's in Cranston. Still going. It's yeah. Still pretty famous. And um, I had this big hoodie that had Peter Griffin as Che Guevara. Didn't know what that meant. Let me just be clear. I didn't understand. It was my brother's sweatshirt, and I just took it. I don't know what it means right now. He didn't know what it meant. You didn't know who Che Guevara was? Yeah, but Peter Griffin as Che? Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a very weird sweatshirt, but I'm yeah. wearing this sweatshirt, and I remember that because 
uh, we're walking through. It was me, this girl I really wanted to go out with for a long time, and this other girl who was in our grade, and she ended up moving away, but she was like this beautiful girl. Um, and I was with the two of them because nobody else in church was like friendly with me. So um, we go to this haunted mansion or haunted factory, whatever it was called, and um, I'll put it up on the on the screen. And uh, just as soon as it started, I was just like, nah. Like you walk into a, a room of strobe lights and there's a guy yeah. in a prison costume. He's got the stripes, which with the strobe lights look really weird. Yeah. And the whole room is whatever. And you're walking through and he's watching the TV. And, go, <laughs> and I'm just, I just wasn't into it. And right away I just went like, put up the yeah. hood, put the ears on. was just like, nope, nope. Nope, just, and they, these two girls just, like, led me through the whole haunted house, and I was just like, yeah. nope, don't like it, not a fan, not a fan. Um, I'm just, thank God I got uh, confirmed shortly after that. Yeah, get out of there. Get out of the church, yeah. I'm um, one of those guys where I go through those things, I'm just deadpan the entire time. I, I can't help it, it's just, like, so much shit, I have ADHD, so I'm, like, fucking constantly, like, I'm just like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's a guy around there. That's where I'd go if I was going to hide and jump out of people. You know, yeah, they, yeah. They do. Um, or like uh, when you're on a, like a haunted hayride, inevitably, mm. whoever found out you can take a chain off a chainsaw and it still makes that fucking noise, but is not a deadly weapon anymore. Yeah. Must be fucking raking in dollars for that, right? Yeah. For, um, I think it was fifth grade, we went on a fall field trip that was right around Halloween to a corn maze. And it was shaped like a big pig. And that was fun. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. Anything shaped like pigs is fun time, baby. It was a whole field that looked like a big old piggy. Big old piggy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else really about Halloween. It, it's one of those things, it's almost like a blind spot in my life because I just... Yeah, so, many, so many of them like blend together unless there's crazy shit that happens, right? Yeah, because and it, I, I was never one to be like, oh, we're going out to vandalize a bunch of... I was always a Boy yeah, Scout and I, stuff, I, so... I never did the tricks. No. I was more of like, give me the treats. You'd hear about people going up to like, oh, we went to the lad school on Halloween, and it's like, why? I've been to the lad school a couple times. I tore it down yeah, like, it's gone in the now. past... like seven years or something like thank I god to, for that i used to camp out there yeah um shout out corky <laughs> and um yeah we used to camp out there and then uh do like an urban exploration uh, we'd break into this place and then um yeah uh for those of you who are not from rhode island the thomas ladd school was a place where um mentally handicapped people were sent as well as just like any senator's wife Teenage mothers, drunkards, mm -hmm. anybody uh, in the early days of its formation, it was very much like a eugenics thing. Like we yes. wanted to keep these people away from the good, upbiting, uh, law-abiding citizens. Right, upstanding. It, and it was mostly people who were like autistic or um, yeah, like had seizures or any, right. Anything. They basically. they basically just removed them from the population and put them into this place that was like a facility, but it was horrifying i mean yeah. like the the facility itself was very poorly run it was always run down from what i saw yeah it and was in, we we worked with people who went there yeah we worked with people who went there and like the horror stories of like you know um they bring people into rooms and like hose them down to like wash them yeah uh just malpractice just like a, you know, a, a real lack of respect for other human hu beings. human life yeah 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 um we worked at a place uh he worked there a lot longer than me but we worked at a place where we worked with mentally challenged uh, adults and um you know you you ran 
their their day to day from like their group home and you helped balance their money and you helped like figure out if they had work schedule or whatever like what they needed to do out in the world doing laundry you're basically uh, right. a support yeah. professional yeah and um it was uh i had a terrible time i left really early yeah but um it was good as a life experience to do that for i think it was a couple of months i was there yeah because you really did learn about something that the public is just completely blind to yeah and uh, it's horrifying but the lad school was then Shut down in like the 90s. 95, I think. Yeah. And then just like went decrepit and then people would break in there because there wasn't very good security, if at all, yeah. for a long so time. So there was uh, the Job Corps that was there and mm-hmm. then like the Phoenix House, which is like a... a uh, the Job Corps also is rehabilitatory like... thing. Like the Job Corps was for kids who weren't going to make it through school and yeah. they wanted to put out in the workforce. Get in a trade and then, you yeah. know, but it was mainly a lot of like vandalisms from right. there it, but, and uh the the movie that they made about it was crappy but they made a like crappy horror movie about it yeah. and basically the whole thing was like you'd go into the lad school and you'd hear things creaking around and it's like go ghosts a little bit so so one time i went in there and i got one of those uh i went to like cvs or whatever and you know how you can buy those like foam plastic heads it looks like a zombie head like yeah that and in the big round building, we'll put it up there, um, is uh, like a, a maintenance ladder to where you can get to the top and like look down on the whole valley, you know, the surrounding forest. And yeah, yeah. Phoenix House and the Job Corps where the kids are all working and shit. And um, I found in this maintenance ladder as I'm going up, there's a little slot here for like, you know, uh, put your toolbox if you're working up or, you know, so you don't have to bring it a whole way. And before it closed down, I put that head in the, like, and it's not realistic looking at all. But as you're climbing a ladder, it has to be like a fucking, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Tumble down the fucking thing. You, you probably led to the accident that led them to close it down. Maybe. So, you know, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess that's going to wrap it up for this one. Cause yeah, we'll get more spooky as the spooky season goes on. Yes. I don't, I don't know. Will we? I'm going to get more spooky, just right. because the older I get, the more I look like an 18th century serial killer. 19th. 19th century. I don't know where those women went, police officer. Yeah, that's 18th century. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Old, uh, 19th century. Old Ricky Which Baby 1800s. Nails. 1800s. Murdering by gaslight again. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, well, that... That's going to do it for us here at Don't Start Me Talking. I am a very spooky Rick Owens. And I am not. Benny Williams. That's my name. Good night.